Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Everyone, welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is October fifth, nineteen sixty-eight, twenty seventeen. I never get to say that unless I'm saying October fifth, nineteen sixty-eight. And today is my birthday. It is a big happy birthday to you. How uh, how's it going? It's good. I've been here for forty-nine years. <laughs> well, hopefully, Almost many more. Almost only 48. I actually made it to this by the skin of my teeth. And we're happy to still have you. Yeah, I'm mostly happy to be here. This place has kind of changed. It's gotten a bit muckier. and uh, It's not as bright as it used to be, eh? No, no. Uh, you know, and I, I blame that. As you're still here, right? I mean, so you, 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 need to, you need to shape up and get people back in line, Jim. Trying to bring the tone of conversation up one listener at a time. <laughs> Okay, it's been a, uh, we kind of had a problem on the way to this show. Uh, last week, we promised you, but he, actually, we promised you, Dennis, you. And, uh, well, okay, <laughs> here's what happened. Anybody, a, a, everyone in the room who uses, uh, uses Windows product, please put up your hand. <laughs> okay, now, everyone in the room who, who's been screwed over by the Windows 10 update, please. Put up your hand unless you're busy trying to update your computer. Um, just as we were going to get the interview set up, our studio got hit by this massive Windows 10 update that basically shut down studio for 45 minutes. And by the time they were ready to record the update, Dennis had to go. Ah, so <sighs> the interview. We're going to try to rearrange it for next week. Uh, Dennis was going to talk about um, how Facebook was used to um, influence the uh, the American election. Um, he's written several articles on uh, on how ad spend was moved around the country, how specifically target areas that were spe specifically targeted, how much he estimates uh, were spent in, in uh, certain areas, and it would have been a delightful interview to bring you. And I'm so sorry we were unable to. I would like to blame Bill Gates, but he's not responsible for it anymore. So <laughs> I've got to blame um, uh, uh, Sanjay Nutella. It's, um, it's all his fault. So, and I feel terrible about it. Yeah, we, again, all apologies from, from us, uh, from Dave and I, and from Webmaster Radio. We really had this in the bag, and then we got bagged. So, you know what? The, the, the perk here, though, is. You know, and I'm starting to just think it's an as always. We've got a lot to cover anyway. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's been a big week. Okay, it's been a hard week. It's been a weird one. Um, let's start off with a good geeky question. I got this is a tough one. Okay, this is it's a weird left field kind of question, but it's a good SEO question. So, having a client meeting the other day and. Um, this client has just been migrated, uh, just migrated over to HTTPS. And if you haven't migrated to HTTPS yet, you're going to be getting those like warnings from Google saying you're not very secure, which would make me feel it's so insecure. I'd want to migrate over to HTTPS, right? <laughs> it's like they have an agenda. 
<laughs> sort of. So, okay, but so you do your migration. And say you're running a WordPress site and your WordPress site has a number of plugins and not all of those plugins have been updated. Not all of them are, are on secured servers yet. And so you're drawing in information onto your website and displaying it to your, uh, to your site visitors. And the, uh, you know, it's not necessarily entirely SSL um, compatible. It's not entirely secure. Mm -hmm. Because again, the stuff you're drawing from the, from the outside server, the third party it hasn't been secured. If you draw enough of that stuff onto your web page, and especially if any of that is involved with like capturing user information, mm -hmm. even though you've secured your website, you've paid you paid for your certificate, um, you've you've done everything right, you've even you've even done your redirects right. If you are if you are drawing information from a non-HTTPS server, you still might get an insecure message from Google. So here's the question. What do you reckon the link threshold? Where's the threshold? What are the rules around this? Um, if, if you've got a newly minted secured site, are you worried about linking to a non-secured site sometime in the future? And how many before you have to really worry about it? Hmm. Now you see now that's that's interesting. It's like you're referring well, to just a typical link, huh? right? Not not yeah. pulling in data, but just nope, just the link. Right. Um, interestingly, I, 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 it's gotta be based, and this is a weird question and I, I never even actually thought of it before. Um, it's, it's, it's gotta, you know, have like to be that. based on freshness, of course, because you can't imagine they're expecting, you know, whatever, I'm trying to think of big industry, you know, whatever search engine land, um, to go back to their article archives from like, you know, five years ago. And update every link, right? So, you know, I, I think, you know, hopefully, anyway, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is an interesting question. Will that eventually impact, um, you know, send an insecure signal to your site that you're linking to insecured sites? Yeah. That's, that's an interesting question. So that's, you know, I don't have the answer for it. Um, I, know, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't, no offense, but I didn't think you would either because I've never heard the question before. Um, yeah. But it's out there. So, you know, Radioland, what do you all think? <laughs> Are we waiting for an answer? Yeah, well, I, I expect somebody to start yelling it, and I'll just hear them over the din of traffic. But, um, <laughs> no, if, 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 if you want to write it in to, you know, me or Dave at our Facebook pages, um, uh, Dave at Beanstalk, uh, BeanstalkIM.com. Yep. Or Jim at Digital Always Media. Um, I'm curious, yeah, again, what do you think? Is there is there uh what kind of plugins would you be most comfortable with? Um, do you and uh, do you think that linking to non-secured sites or having non-secured plugins might trip some insecure weirdness in in uh, red flag in Google's eyes? So yeah, weird question. Yeah, that is a weird question. I really like it. It might be answered if you go to SMX West in uh, in March in Santa Clara. And if you're interested in speaking at SMX West, you have until the end of this month, October 31st, to get your pitch to, uh, I'm sorry, to get your session idea to Chris Sherman. They're accepting pitches uh, up until December 16th. They just put an announcement out in Search Engine Land. And if, if you have ever spoken at SMX West or any of the SMX events, they're, they're amazing and wonderful. And SMX West is uh, 
It's one of the only major ones that's still in Silicon Valley, eh? Yeah, yeah. And um, that's why they get to do all sorts of fun things. <laughs> yeah, that makes it extra fun. Um, there's an old amusement park in Santa Clara that Yahoo used to rent out all the time. They're like, don't think they'll be doing that anymore. Um, I don't think they'll be doing much of anything anymore, to tell you the truth. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. The very first In-N-Out Burger in the entire world located in the Silicon Valley. Um, there's the the annual March of the SEOs to In-N-Out Burger. Um, <laughs> true. <laughs> but yeah, if you want if you want to get in on SMX West and you want to get uh, session ideas, you have until the end of this month. And if you want uh, to get uh, pitches into Chris Sherman, you have until December 16th. Uh, absolutely worth doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other one I got. Google is, uh, according to Barry Schwartz, who has been uh, listening to John Mueller again, um, oh. <laughs> it's, it's alive. The mobile first index is apparently being tested out in the wild. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Well, it's coming. I mean, like, this is, this is, a, this is an important milestone. If, um, we had uh, we had Cindy uh, Cindy Crum on a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. and um, she was talking about the changes that are happening vis-a-vis -vis, uh, you know the, the the death of the um, the domain-driven web page uh, in place of other web objects or, or internet objects. You know, um, apps as an example, mm -hmm. and this is all being driven by the desperate need to get into Google's index. And Google's index is changing, um, is about to start changing, um, you know, faster than the leaves in autumn. And uh, it's the first test of the mobile first index is out there. So if this doesn't light a fire under, under every webmaster's ass to do things like learn amp, um, and start transitioning their clients to a mobile stance, then, uh, you know, troubles are coming. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I can smell the, smell the rain in the clouds there, Dave, and it's, it's probably going to rain. Here's, I couldn't help, though. Like, I, I okay, I, I appreciate that this is going to be a, a pretty sizable update, and I appreciate finding out that, yep, they're dripping it in. And I'm not seeing any major, you know, changes in the tools, um, you know, like the, the rank monitoring tools. So I'm not seeing anything huge. So it's obviously like a pretty small, pretty small set, but I cannot help. And, and Jim, I, I'm going to, you're going to have like a little post-traumatic stress disorder here moment when I, when I this bring happens. this up, is that we're heading into the holiday season. This is a massive <laughs> update. I, I can't help but think of the Florida update. What was that in like 2004 or something where they launched a massive update, 2003, a massive update, like right before the holidays. Um, they just ruined the holidays for, for many. I mean, I'm sure you remember it rewarded spam, but like it was horrible. Oh. My uh, my, my scrotum still hurts from all the kicking I received. <laughs> it's just brutal. Um, and so I can't help but go, oh, please. Like, I understand you're testing it. Maybe you want to test it in, in this kind of environment here. But for goodness sake, 
like oh, hold hold it together people <laughs> just like give it till next year i understand if they want to do some light testing you know during the the holiday season heading into it because you're going to get some unique signals during that time well, think of okay uh, this this might give you a little bit of ptsd but think about going shopping with mary okay <laughs> <laughs> now she's got her phone in her hand and she's taking you to h&m okay Oh uh, great! Are, are you are you still cool? Are you still? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm rocking in on the floor right now, clutching my knees. <laughs> okay. <but. laughs> Think of all the data that she's putting out there that that she's receiving. She's looking for stuff. She's comparing stuff. She's she's being the smart shopper that she is. And yep. she this year more than ever is going to be feeding Google and 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 other um uh, 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 aggregators of of data. She's going to be feeding them. So much information, and this is the best time of all to test the effect of a mobile index because people are out there super shopping at Christmas time. Yeah, and they will get that. Uh, you know, the, the the I mean, I guess yeah, they're getting that unique information. I think that's a great time, and and you called it. It's a great time for testing, but I hope they leave it at that. Well, <laughs> it's a great time will. for testing. As- as I understand it, um, this is a uh, very limited test, and it's not that they're testing data sets. They're actually just testing with, with a few beta tests. So um, that tells me that there are actual servers dedicated to mobile first that actually exist now. And these beta testers are being fed results from those from those servers or server farms. Um you and I might not be seeing a mobile mobile first uh, uh, indexing, mm-hmm. uh, not yet. We it may start to bleed in slowly as um, as the year wears on, or we might not see anything as Google. Um, I mean, remember what happened in the the the, the, the with uh, um, penguins, the iterations of Penguin. They made one mistake and at the very beginning, and it was so overarching and sweeping that it was like a year and a half, two years before they were willing to to a, to risk making a second mistake. Yeah, yeah. So with uh, something as as monumentous as a mobile first index, that's going to change so much. They're going to have to tinker. I'm, I'm positive on this one. They're going to have to tinker around a little bit, and they're going to screw it up the first time, but this time they don't want to screw it up live because that's kind of embarrassing, and they just do that way too often. <laughs> that does, you know? They do have a tendency of doing that, yes. Okay. I, and I, Hey, I was about to make a Google Plus joke, and I, and I pulled myself back. Because when's the last time you were in Google Plus? Oh, like on purpose, yeah. yeah on purpose to, 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 you know, to, do po- to post there or to try to, um, you know, somehow bolster ranking by being nice to Google, with Google products? You know, I've ended up there to, to get news from Google. Like, Barry will often link through to, like, Google announcements over on Google+. Plus. But outside of that, I can't well, remember the last time. <laughs> I, I, I have a new client that uh, part of their strategy relies a, a great deal on Google+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to tell you, I, I hadn't been there for a while. I'm impressed with how Google with how Google Plus is trying to ca- to catalog and categorize, and the options that the, that that they give the user, and also um, uh, people who establish uh, communities or groups. Mm-hmm. Google Plus is maturing, and they're trying to change for the better. It's still the loneliest place on the internet, <laughs> um, aside from a few dating profiles I can think of. Mm-hmm. But um, it's still one of the loneliest places on the internet. 
but they're trying. It's it's changing again, and it's it's it, it it's better than LinkedIn, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I I do know exactly what you mean. <laughs> um, and then, you know what? You're probably going to get uh, a lot less uh, spam requests over there because nobody's spammers <laughs> wouldn't be there. Spammers <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Okay, we got to take a break. It's uh, it's about twenty past the hour at the time of recording here on. Uh, October the 5th, 2017. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and we're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, and uh, 
I guess uh, one of the this is a story the week that was punctuated with terrible huge news and we're trying to avoid all the terrible stuff because uh, you know so much digital marketing and the biggest thing and biggest thing I could think of in the digital marketing world at least as pertaining to to to, to Google and uh, online online marketing mm-hmm. it's kind of a confusing story um, this is this one we're reporting on was in Search Engine Journal four days ago, written by Matt Southern. Google doubles AdWords budgets, and advertisers are well. Matt said unhappy. I'm going to say they're pissed. Okay, again, this is kind of a confusing headline because when you hear Google doubles AdWords budgets, you think that Google just charged you twice as much per month to uh, to to advertise with them, Dave. Um, what is this? What does this story really mean? Yeah, I mean, you, you you bring up a really really good point. Um, and this is one of those cases where if you only read the title, you are going to be enormously misled. I mean, let's call that the internet now. <laughs> but um, because I know what I was about, what I was expecting to see was different than what it actually is. Um, and what Google has done uh, through the through the advert system historically is allowed for a, a little bit, uh, about twenty percent, sort of plus or minus um, on your daily ad spend, basically adjusting for uh, allowing their systems to just automatically adjust a little bit to, um, you know, trends, traffic trends that they might detect through the month or through the week, right? We'll put you a little up, um, you know, on, on Monday to Friday, because we know your Saturday and Sundays are a little lighter. And so, you know, over a, a week, it'll, it'll work itself out. Um, and it, it was, it was a minor a minor change with this one, like a, a minor daily adjustment. Now what they're saying is they're going to allow for a doubling up on the commitment that, you know, on, on their end that in each month, that basically when you're setting a daily budget now, what you're really doing is setting a monthly budget because they won't exceed that in a month, but they're now reserving the right to up to double what you've uh, established as your daily budget. So I'm setting a hundred dollar a day daily budget. They'll go to $200 maybe a day, but over a month, they'll only charge you the, you know, $3,000 that a, that a 30 day month would, would yield there. Why might they uh, double your budget in a day? Double your, um, your spend budget. I, I mean, there's, there's really easy for me to see why Google would do this. Um, if you ask them, like if I, as an advertiser, ask Google, I'll give you, you know, their, what I can only imagine their official response will be, which is this is to better serve you and, and take advantage <laughs> of, you know, that, that you may be getting more traffic now at, at the beginning. And we just want to make sure you get all that traffic that you want. Um, as far as I'm concerned, that's, that's just BS. Obviously like here, I'm on, on the side of the camp that just, thinks this is crap. Um, you know, what I see happening is, is two things um, that this is going to produce for them. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts, whatever that means. I don't actually know what that means, but I know that I wouldn't want to bid in AdWords on donuts right now because um, it's going to cost me too many dollars. Um, what we're going to be ending up dealing with here is, is two problems. Um, the first one, now imagine you're an advertiser, let's say, I don't know, um, it's November. We've got a month coming up right now that this is going to be a brutal impact on them. So you're saying, hey, I'm going to, you know, I, I sell blue widgets and I want to take advantage of the holiday season. Um, so what I'm going to do is, you know, try and capitalize on, on Thanksgiving, you know, weekend. Um, 
so you you set your hundred dollar a day budget and you think hey i've got a hundred dollar a day budget not recognizing that what google's turning that into is a three thousand dollar a day budget and they can effectively just flood the first i mean i'm not saying it'll be this extreme but it, it certainly could be they could flood the first 15 days of the month if your ad could just be jammed out at full value um you know, they, they could basically flood this out and, and you could be done, your entire month's budget done by the middle of the month. And now that's why advertisers are pissed. Well, that's one of the reasons why advertisers are, are pissed. Um, one of the other things that I see happening here, here's the perk to the current system is when, let's say, I'm bidding against Jim, you know, on, on, on something. And let's say Jim has a whatever you know we're, we're we're competing for you know like blue widget whatever um you know and we got five dollars a day and you, you're done you're you know you have a hundred dollar budget five dollars a click or whatever for whatever reason you're done and, and you're out of the auction now that's done yep. my clicks are cheaper now because you're out of the auction yep. right so now what they'll do is just keep you in the auction <laughs> You're going to stay in the auction longer because you can still compete. So basically, it's going to make everybody's cost per click higher. Okay, so um, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. I, I said I only want to spend like uh, 100 bucks a day. Yeah. So I should get 20 clicks, boom, done, and yep. they close this figure off. Right. But what Google said is, Jim, we know better than you. We can get you more clicks. They're going to come at this day, and we're going to we're, we're going to give you two hundred bucks a day, up to two hundred yep. bucks a day. You only because we know better, and so all all of your bids are now are now reflective of my bids. Mm -hmm. So your cost your cost is not lowered as it should have mm -hmm. when there was less competitors. That's right. And I'm completely out of ad budget halfway through the month. You're out of ad budget, and one might think, hey, Dave, well, this is where your entire theory falls apart because everybody will be done by the end of the month, but it won't. They'll just have eaten yours faster, and then the rest of us will be gobbling out more towards the end, right? Like, well, we'll but, all but, be gobbling. Hey, but what, but here's here, – but, uh, actually, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. Wouldn't a rising tide float all boats or a receding tide lower all boats the same? It would, but it wouldn't, um, because what I imagine they're seeing at the other end, because I mean, you, you bring up that was the way I was presenting. I'm like, what would I, this actually benefit to to Google, right? Like at the end, I, I know that they're trying to drive out fractions of percents, but the entire time that you and I are competing against each other, and of course, remembering that there's actually whatever, let's say 10 different people, right, in in this auction, all at the same time competing for blue widgets. Um, I'm keeping yours up, right? Like, let's say you're number one, I'm number two. I'm going to take quality scoring stuff out of there and assume we're all equal sure. in, this, in this analogy. So I'm pushing you up the whole time. If you and I are both in the auction at the same time, then you're going to constantly be paying more per click because I exist there. Yeah, so at least, um, at least one cent more per click. At least one cent more per click. So the longer you're paying against me, the better. I mean, yes, we're dealing yeah. with fractions here, but fractions add up when we're dealing with well, billions and, of clicks. Yeah, on Google's scale, it adds up fast. It, it adds up fast. So as long as they're keeping you and I competing against each other as long as possible, they'll eke out a penny, right? Or, or two or three or whatever, right? Like they'll, they'll eke out that fraction of a cent every time. But, and then as soon as you're gone, now we've got number three now jamming mine up. 
and and keeping mine up as as high as it can be for as long as possible. So it it's it, it, it's it's all about fractions, but they're going to earn a lot of fractions. And I think in their case, it's not just a penny more they're going to earn because as soon as you'd have been gone it would have all dropped more than a penny, right? Like I would have been paying, it depends oh, on yeah, where it's not all bidding against each other by a cent. So I, I think they're going to be looking at probably if, if I'm going to guesstimate over all the things we're going to be dealing with double digit percentage increases in revenue on the plus side. If we want to look at the positive, who has the opportunity here? Um, like who, who has a real win now? If you have a small campaign, you could do this manually, but the first person to really nail, and there, there are systems I, I've toyed with that can kind of pull it off, but they'll need to adjust to this really, really fast. The first system that can come in with AI and go, I need you to keep my systems at this bid, yep. right? And basically be constantly adjusting your real world daily budget. Right. Going, oh, OK, well, during this time of the month, you're going to make my daily limits this and then constantly increasing them like the first one. to. I mean, it would be easy to do. OK, why don't we all just half our bids or half our daily budgets? Well, that's not going to work, really. It's going to take a complicated system to understand, OK, well, if I half it, then they can double it. Doesn't that make it what it was full the other, you know, before? Not really. Because, you know, because one might think and I, I've actually thought of this. What if you just had your you know half your daily budget then it doubles it all the way through to the mid month right and then okay now i double my daily budget and it's going to use the other half right i mean getting getting a little weird but no you'd need a very complicated system to uh, of monitoring on large campaigns on small campaigns it'd be pretty simple to manage as manually but but basically you're going to have to control it all the way through now the win to that is most people won't be doing that so you could if you're smart enough <laughs> actually come out of this ahead paying less because you're sort of playing with the system but most people won't be doing that um and will just be doing things as as they normally have been and paying a lot more and, and losing out on traffic so what i would recommend especially if you're heading into november um and, and you'll want to almost do the exact opposite in december unless you have last minute um sort of holiday um sales on is pay really close attention and drop your bids early or drop your daily budgets early in the month. If you have a fixed monthly budget, like if your fixed monthly budget is really, really important, right? Like if, I can't spend more than 5,000 or my kids don't eat, you know, Christmas dinner <laughs> kind of, kind of thing. Okay. Then drop your daily bids. And then, you know, I'll talk about this again next week after I've looked into it further, cause it just came out. But, um, you know, my my instinct is that we drop our bids that then we can sort of increase our daily bids towards the end or heck create an entirely new campaign right for the last half of the month um, and just head in with a brand new campaign that's that's squeaky clean but make sure you're not eating up your budget through early november when people are just kind of looking at stuff waiting for those sales you don't want to catch them when they're just looking or i mean some of them you do but you don't want to spend all your budget just catching them when they're just looking at stuff you want to catch them when they're like oh okay it's the black friday sales let's let's go and buy there or cyber monday um so you, you we're going to really have to play with our budgets and then do almost for a lot of businesses the opposite in december where you can almost take advantage of it and go you know what nobody's buying products you know during the last half of the month or at least you know a lot of types of products it would take too long to ship to even matter yeah sure this can be great just flood my budget out in the first half of the month because it doesn't matter later um 
you know, so there, there will be ways to play with it. But I, in case it, you hadn't picked up on this yet, thing is a real problem. And if you run PPC campaigns, um, like AdWords campaigns, I think everybody needs to really think about what this is going to do and really monitor what goes on and, and what you're like, check for the next couple of weeks, check every day um, oh, and um, see what your budget is. A couple of times, check yeah. a couple of times a day and make it regular so that you can, so you can get, you know, have baselines um, for when this kind of activity might be happening. Yeah. And I mean, one of the interesting things you could do as well, um, and I, again, I'm going to be studying this a lot more, so don't run off and do this and take this as gospel because I haven't had a chance to play with the system yet because it just happened. Um, but I have a suspicion that you could actually get away now a little more with dropping bids, um, especially towards the end of the month um, when some people will be completely out of the auction, actually starting to drop your bid rates down. So again, if you do this really smart, if you catch what goes on really, really quickly, what goes horribly wrong with your campaign like wow it's just gobbling up budget if you watch it and you can react quickly most people won't be <laughs> so catch it quick react to it quick and you're going to have a lot of budget later um, to take advantage of when other people are dropping out of the auction because they've already used up their budgets you know i think one of the most salient points you made um in 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 in, in your entire description which was amazing by the way um was that they who win are those who develop AI tools to uh, to work with people's bids for them. Mm -hmm. um, so any developer out there, start your engines. You're going to want to talk to Dave. If you want to talk to Dave, you got to go through me, and I'm and I'm taking five percent. <laughs> um, no, because it's a brilliant idea, and and um, I think you're right. Whoever whoever jumps on it first gets to market quickly and has a uh, really easy. Um, Easy to easy to understand and uh, uh, easy user interface mm -hmm. is going to make a crap load of money. Yeah, yeah, okay. they really would. We got time for I think we got time for one more before we got to take a break, but it's got to be a quick one. How about Google Express? Like, okay, so Google is uh, developing a drive it to you service, kind of like yeah. Uber Eats except for stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's exactly I, right. I don't. It's called Google Shopping, and I don't know, man. Like Google, Google Express, and I'm trying really hard to wrap my head around how this is a good thing for Google to do. I can see this being a good thing for We'll Bring It To You dot com to do, but I can't see it as being a good <laughs> thing for Google to do. Well, I don't know. What, what, what am I missing here, Dave? Um, I, I think it is truly a case for everybody involved. I think it is for Google, for Walmart, Target, you know, all, all their all their current partners. There'll be more, right? Whole Foods isn't in there yet, but they will be. You know that. Um, basically, a case of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Google's not the first place to go for shopping. Um, you know, Amazon is. And is, is one of the top, like millennials have put the Amazon app on their phone as more important to them than Facebook's app, right? Like that's, I mean, <laughs> you know, millennials don't really flock to Facebook in the same way, but Amazon is that important for, for a key demographic that likes that, to spend money. That artisanal um, macaroni and cheese isn't getting into my cupboard <laughs> on its own, dude. <laughs> exactly. And it's got to be ordered. Um, and Amazon is just clobbering it in devices. Right? Like, I mean, I, you remember probably the launch last week of all their announcements and Billy yeah. Fat. Right? Like, they're just <laughs> robbing it. Yeah, I, um, I, forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, which is just awesome. They're 
owning it. And, and what this is producing is an environment where not only is Google suffering because they're not the first source, they're the first source for research. I've done it so many times. I've gone to Google. I've done my research. I figured out what I want. And then I'm over to Amazon because I got a prime account and I get free two day shipping, right? Or three ninety nine for a one day. Hey, hey, Larry, hey, Sergey, that's how it feels, guys. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's tough to like view them as the underdog here. Irony there, uh, dude. <laughs> but now we've got also at the same time, you've got um, Walmart suffering. You've got, I mean, all these massive players. I'm like, oh, poor them, right? Like violins playing. But, uh, you know, all of these companies, these massive companies are under threat. And none of them have the capacity to provide their full solution. Right, Amazon is the full solution, so they have a lot of power here. Google doesn't have the full solution because they don't produce product. Right, in this, I mean, you know, we can argue that, but I mean, they, they, I'm talking like Amazon, right? Like they, they don't yeah, actually sure, sure. have warehouses, um, you know, and so we, they've now got the suppliers, and that's clearly what they're they're trying to deal with here is a scenario where, I mean, not not only can we look at this just from a pure pure e-commerce play like just pure google needs to compete against amazon right and there's a certain perk to that one of the advantages amazon has is they can have a bunch of suppliers of the exact same product so you know you're competing against other people selling the same stuff right okay now so does google google has that and, and they've just done it with different vendors so that's that's great they can they can pull that off and and sort of you know you know you're getting some some selection here um but one of the other things that, that occurs to me when they're trying to make a play like this is if you can't make it easy for me to do something as simple as purchase a product, your launch into personal assistance fails. Right? I mean, they're already behind Amazon in, in the actual devices. They're ahead of them in the answers they give. But if the only thing I could do with my with my Google Home, and, and it is pretty much the only thing, right? It's like, play my music, find out the weather, read the news, get some answers sometimes to some things, and sometimes they're really weird and cryptic sort of answers. With Amazon, yeah, my answers are worse, but they have more third-party, well, not more, but a lot of third-party apps. Now, starting to fill in those gaps um, in, in providing you know raw data, and they're a great place for me to buy stuff. And now they've got a bunch of devices with screens, right? So... You know, they're leading the charge there. They're, they don't have as good a product in their personal assistant yet. I mean, just statistically, everybody would like what they want. But just giving the answers to various questions, Google still wins it. Um, but Google's way behind. And if they can't make millennials and if they can't make everyday people go, oh, that thing I want is a Google Home then they're going to lose personal assistance. And if they lose personal assistance, they're going to lose home automation. <clears throat> and if they lose home automation, now they can't spy on me everywhere, right? Like, and, and Amazon could, right? So it, it's an enormous power that they're about to lose. And I think that's where they're making this really big play right now. And they're going to be pushing hard at it for the next year or two, I would, I would imagine, until it's either won or lost. Uh, because if you lose in this space right now, I think there's a lot more at stake of, does Dave have an Echo or a home sitting on his desk? It's Actually, what am I using to power what's around me? Weirdly, to, to, to paraphrase everything you're saying, boil it down, to distill it to like one sentence. They who win home delivery win the internet. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Um, Interesting. You know what? Google has to win 
because the Google Home Max needs to survive. The <laughs> new monster speaker that Google is giving rockers to annoy their neighbors with and teenagers to annoy their parents with. It has to survive because it looks beautiful. But we can't talk about that right now because we've got to take a break here on Webology. Um, on webmasterradio.fm, but we will talk about it in a few moments. On behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Henry from Digital Always Media. It's October the 5th, 2017, and you're listening to Web College on webmasterradio.fm. We're going to be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davey. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here at webmasterradio.fm. It's October 5th, 2017. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beatsog Internet Marketing. We uh, we seriously ate a whole bunch of time in our second segment, so we're going to have to burn it through our last one. Uh, we got about seven to ten minutes left. Um, and uh, I want to reiterate a point, Dave, that, 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 that you made in the last segment that I, I'm not sure if we were clear enough. The reason you were saying that, that they who get home delivery win the internet is because home delivery is, is, feels like the linchpin in a shopping ecosystem that basically supports all, these new dev- all the new devices that are becoming basic um, interface devices for, 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 for people accessing the web, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I think you, 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 you hit it. I hadn't actually thought to word it that way. Um, and I think you hit the nail on the head. And it's because it catches it on both sides. If you, are, if you win personal delivery, i.e. if you provide the best service with the, the greatest you know, variety of products, or doesn't even have to be the best service, the best marketing of the service, um, you know, then, okay, that is going to create that environment, and now you're going to be the desirable product. If, if Echo, for example, wins out and Amazon just nails it, which of these devices am I going to purchase if I'm looking at personal assistance? Am I going to buy an Echo or a Home? Well, the Echo helps me do the thing that I need to do, such as not leave my house. <laughs> um, to, to purchase something it'll also work on the other end that the person that's building the best personal assistant the person that people trust to put devices in their home um, the, the, the person that you know creates that environment on the phone for example and here's where Google you know has a, a huge advantage is they have this personal assistant on the thing I carry around with me all the time right and I mean you know I, I know so does Apple but they're not really part of this equation at this at this stage um, so the person that actually wins the, the the personal side because both of them are doing home um, you know, home delivery, and they're sort of that's a battleground right now. The person that does personal assistance best is going to have will end up with that home delivery because it's the most convenient thing. So not only will it be a cause, it will be an effect. And so I think you you hit the nail on the head. The person that wins home delivery will have won personal assistance and and lead the way in in advertising revenue and and a variety of other things. It's amazing how rapidly. We were waiting for years for uh, anything that might threaten Google's monopoly as uh, in search. Yeah, we were um, cheering for the loser dog Yahoo for so many years. <laughs> Not because Yahoo. Well, we all had a soft spot for Yahoo, and many of us cut our teeth in Yahoo stores and stuff, but like. Not because you know Yahoo was necessarily the better product, but because they were a competing product that you know. I think all of us agree that competition, you know, re re refines and betters things and pushes us all to work that much harder, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, like, there was comp we were so rooting for competition in the search marketplace. Now the competitions come from a slightly different direction than search, and the change is happening so rapidly. It's just you know, it's terrifyingly hard to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is because these personal assistants are going in things like cars and stuff, right? Like just where they're being placed. And that's exactly to Cindy Crumb's point. Mobile isn't mobile literally is your car. It is the most mobile thing I have. <laughs> and that's mobile now. Well, um, also, I, I was watching a video of, uh, of Cindy the other day. I think it was at Brighton SEO. And mm -hmm. she said, you know, things like your refrigerator, which might not be ter terribly mobile in and of itself, could still be considered. A mobile device, definitely. Just because of the way it interacts, because of the way it interacts with and uh, fulfills needs, like mobile devices are doing now. Right, albeit that there, that thing is much more difficult to move around than, say, my laptop. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, <laughs> which wouldn't be considered mobile. And I'm I'm curious if you're having this in in, in Victoria, British Columbia, or if anybody out in, out there in uh, podcast land is having this wherever you wherever you all are in Toronto. Um, Toronto's a massive city, like, like about six million people wedged into a small area. And we're, you know, I'm a technologically a very advanced city. And the Internet of Things is starting to plug up the phone lines. 
there's only so much bandwidth that the major uh, telecommunication carriers have built out in, within the city. And sometimes, especially um, when there's a whole bunch of other uh, pressure on the cell network, you simply cannot get a signal anymore. And that's because of people's refrigerators, people's cars, uh, people's toasters, or whatever, communicating across Wi-Fi signals and or across um, cell signals if they can't get a Wi-Fi signal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the pizza delivery driver. It's the uh, uh, who, who, who's running your credit card through the um, handheld device. It's the cop writing tickets or the bus driver updating his or her schedule. All this stuff is connecting um, through the cell networks to the web. And they're making the cell networks impossible to use. Are, are you experiencing <laughs> stuff like that? Too? You know what? Fortunately, I'm not. We're not built like you guys are. Um, you know, where, where we don't have the... We're, we're more spaced out in our, in our location. So well, it's we'll, British Columbia, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're not encountering that yet, but you can certainly see it on the horizon because we are building taller and taller building. You know, the, 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 the height limits that you were used to are disappearing are quick. Now. Um, but one of the things that I find funny while you're talking about it and thinking of like a UPS truck has, it's like 32 sensors just in it, each one of them connected. And I'm like, you know, I remember when we started migrating from IPV4 to IPV6 and thinking, <laughs> That is good. Okay, finally, IPv6. <laughs> the same cockiness that I had when I had like a Pentium 90 and went, I'll never need anything faster. Or when IPv4 was developed and they went, we'll never need more than this. I look at yeah, IPv6 yeah. and land, now I'm counting like, okay, there's 36 right in that truck. <laughs> okay, maybe IPv6 needs to, we need to look at IPv8 <laughs> for, for down, the, down the road a bit. Uh, actually, we will have to in sometime in the future. That's just natural. Um, yep. Should we, you know, should we evolve to live that long? Um, I don't know the uh, number of combinations you can get from uh, <laughs> from having a alphanumeric um, extension off of uh, off of uh, uh, an old twelve uh, digit IP address, but there's got to be a hell of a lot of permutations. <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay, we have a minute and a half, 90 seconds. Um, that smart screen, uh, Google smart screen, competitor uh, to, to, to Google, to Amazon Echo's show, is, uh, I find that really interesting. The yeah, I did Manhattan. too. I did too. You know, I actually like it better. <laughs> like looking at it, I'm like, oh, because I was going to get a show because I want to have one of each device. And I'm like, okay, I guess I got to get that thing in like a dot, right? Because I, I want I want Google's version of the one with the screen because I, I, I like it better. <laughs> so it's a good call on their part. And, you know, we talked about that honking speaker that's 400 bucks, but apparently it is an awesome speaker with a focus on bass and volume levels. It will blow uh, your roof off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, now they got one with the screen too. So they're clearly going toe to toe, but it, it's funny to watch them play catch up. Um, you know, you know, you know what's gonna eventually happen? <laughs> what? They're gonna release laptops for people to use to connect to the web. <laughs> Guarantee it. Okay, friends, we've done it. We've gone through a whole hour of stuff on our uh, Internet of Stuff show. Uh, friends, you've been listening to Webcology here on Webmaster Radio FM on October the fifth, twenty seventeen. Dave Davies from Beesock Internet Marketing is Jim Edge from Digital Always Media. Stick around Webmaster Radio. There is some great stuff coming up on the network after the news, and we're pretty sure we actually probably do have Dennis U coming to you next week. 
We'll talk to you then. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.